0: When I was young, I experienced the uh, Klu Klux Klan. That's a real story. I'm not telling you something I read from a book, but this is real life for me. I experienced that. My son can be on his video game and people calling him racist names. Kids saying this. So there's a growing disconnect between technological advances and ethical awareness. But I want to start off by making uh, a statement that I believe is critical in in order for us to have a better understanding of why this conversation is important. This conversation is important because technology, technology is outpacing morality. When we look at modern man, we have to face the fact that modern man suffers from a kind of poverty of the spirit. Yeah. which stands in glaring contrast to its scientific and technological abundance. We've learned to fly the air like birds. We've learned to swim the seas like fish. And yet we haven't learned to walk the earth as brothers and sisters. How many of you have seen the latest congressional hearings on the TikTok band? You guys have seen that recently like that, that that's what I'm talking about. The major concern that people have is, is our technology helping us or is is our technology outpacing our morality? But uh, because of that, there is a shift in how we use these platforms as a way to help us to become more productive but at the same time the issue of morality and ethics are are equally coming to the stage of conversation. So that's what many people are concerned about today is our morality is taking a back seat to our technological progress. That's a vital question for us to understand, right? I'll give you the example because I think this makes sense, y'all. In Poland, in Poland, Santos is a AI robot that, that writes sermons. It's an AI robot within the Catholic faith that writes sermons, gives advice. And watch this. Will even pray for you. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. The robot is called Santos. In Japan, there is a robot named, the robot is called Midor. And what Midor does is that Midor provides counseling support to parishioners who need it because of the, the, the Buddhist, and this is within the Buddhist religion. This robot called Midor provides counseling in order to automate spirituality. In France, in the Jewish religion, there's a robot called Robo Rabbi in Paris, France. Okay? Once again, listen to what I'm saying, y'all. There's a robot in Paris, France called Robo Rabbi. There's also the Soul Machine Project with the AI intelligence named Nadia. It's also there to provide, to automate religion effectively. There's another robot that's used in the Tove Center named Ella. And Ella provides emotional support and counseling services to people who ask for it. And people who need it. So once again. I want you to think about. How technology. Is shifting and moving fast. And I used to say this. To pastors. I've said. Particularly during COVID. And uh, I'm not going to say post COVID. But when the, the government. Released some of its restrictions on COVID. Again I made this are uh, uh, clear by saying that churches will have to change because of what happened in COVID, and a lot of the churches did make these changes. Matter of fact, uh, religious organizations and churches that are large, they were quite easy able to easily able to make that shift because they because they had the resources to do so. Okay, vitally important for us to understand. But a lot of smaller churches who did not, does not have those resources, right, could not make that change as easily. So that's critical for us to understand, could not make that change as easily. So technology is moving at a rapid rate. You've seen the TikTok ban that's happened, that's going on right now, or at least the attempt to do so. And I'm not here to argue for or against that. What I'm simply bringing to the conversation is that there are shifts and moves within the power of the technological space. And it is impinging upon every area of life and religion and spirituality is not exempt from that impingement. So, What we found talking to people from different faiths, different countries, different continents, is that AI can enrich religion as long as we don't let it replace interaction with humans. That's vitally important. I just gave you several examples of how religious organizations from uh, the Jewish organization to the Catholic to Buddhist uh, are using, and, and so many others, are using... These platforms, social uh, uh, technology, AI in particular, to provide religious support. And most of you have heard about ChatGPT as well. ChatGPT is taking the world by storm. And I'm telling you, if you're not waking up to the reality of what's happening with AI right now and how it's going to affect every area of your life, you will be left behind. And you will be a dinosaur. Now, I don't want you to become a dinosaur, (laughs) okay? But this is something critical for us to understand. Now, Elon Musk has made several conversations that have been, and these are have been recorded. These conversations have been recorded. He's had several interviews uh, that he's uh, uh, communicated with uh, people in the technological space. And those who are on the cutting edge, perhaps, of uh, of bringing new and fresh ideas into the market. And what's important for us to understand in this particular conversation, why I bring this up is because what Elon Musk said, he said repeatedly that one of his worst fears and what he's most scared of is that AI is not regulated. It's quite dangerous technology. And I I fear I may have done some things to accelerate it. Okay. And so what he's basically saying is that people can take AI and use it for nefarious purposes, use it for nefarious purposes. And that is the biggest concern that most people have is that how this technology can be used with nefarious purposes. So with that being said, Almost instantly the question of morality comes into play. The question of ethics come into play. And I want to talk to you today about that. I want to talk to you about number one: how can we use this technology in a way that is beneficial for us, that's helpful for us, how we can't be afraid of this technology. And how if we embrace the technology, we we cannot, it is critical that we do not lose our sense of morality in the process. So let's start out by making this point even more understandable in your mind. And I'm going to bring to you a scripture verse. Okay, here's the scripture verse. This is in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 through 40. Now, those of you who know me, once again, I'm a chaplain, a preacher, pastor, minister. So this is part of my ethical understanding. This is how I, one of the ways that I interpret the world and work in the world. So here's something important for you to understand. Jesus was asked by the Pharisees. What is the greatest commandment? In other words, what's most important in life? Out of all the scripture verses, out of everything that you read, out of all that you can hear, what is the most of, out of of all of your teachings, what is the most important of your teachings? One of the most important principles for one to understand. Okay. And Jesus said this, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. But then he says, and you should love your neighbor as yourself he goes on to say, on these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophet. There's over 600 and and some odd laws that uh, people who followed Hebraic religion during his time or Judaistic religion during his time. That were set in stone, sort of like the Constitution for the United States. They're just laws and bills of rights and things that one should do. I I want you to think about when he's referencing the law, I want you to think about it on that scale. So Jesus said this, which is a profound philosophical, religious, and just a human teacher. I think Jesus was the greatest example of that. And Jesus said this to all of us. He said, all the law and all the prophets, if you want to understand The essence of what they talked about and the essence of what they believed and what they taught learn how to love God with all your heart. Learn how to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, why is this important with technology? This is important in the realm of technology, it's because we got problems. We have problems. We have progressed technologically. Our technological progress has outpaced our moral progress. So now our technological progress is face forward in front of all of us. But our moral issues are still antiquated. They're lagging behind. Some real-world examples and dilemmas that cause us the rapid technological advancements, right? Uh, and what we should be concerned about. Here's some moral issues that are still. Hanging in the balance. Number one, the seduction of money. People still believe that money is the uh, roadmap to ultimate happiness. Now, I'm not saying that a person should be poor or broke. No, I'm not saying, um, you know, criticizing people who have material resources. But there are a lot of people out there who believe that money is the end all and be all to life. Now, I'm not saying for or against I'm bringing the reality of how we have shotgunned into the future when it comes to technology. But we're still having issues with race. We're still having issues with sexism. These antiquated problems that have been going on, and particularly in the American culture for years, are are almost like they're still present, like we haven't progressed as a society. So what I'm saying is that our technology is outpacing our morality and that's problematic. Why is it that we're not able to move beyond these traditional moral issues with the advancement of our technological feats? And I want to make a suggestion. And I believe that one of the greatest moral visions that we can have when it comes to how technology uh, is leading the way and how we can keep pace morally with it is our foundational understanding of what it means to be in community dr king called it the beloved community right where people who are different from different backgrounds different economic different socioeconomic standings uh uh from around the globe can live together in a community where people are supportive of one another where he said in his great speech, well, we are judged by the content of our character rather than the color of our skin. We call that the beloved community. And now number one, I'm going to suggest this. I think I think we can do this. I think we can do this if we look at Jesus's teachings as a source of more guidance for our modern world. The scripture verse that I mentioned to you momentarily in Matthew chapter 22, verses uh, 37 through 49. If we can learn, first and foremost, our goal is to learn how to love the person next to me, just like I love myself. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Now, there are many different tentacles that go out from that. With me making that very, very broad statement. Right. And I'm not suggesting... Let me just say this. Man, I'm not suggesting that we ought to become... uh, uh, We ought to force religion on people or Christianity for that matter. I mean, as a chaplain, I have the blessing of working with uh, uh, rabbis, imams, a priest. I mean, that's one of the blessings that I have. That I can work with people from different platforms. And I think, and I totally believe that what the chaplain corps is doing in that regard represents the the united states as a whole is a cosmopolitan of different faith groups and that should be represented so when i say using jesus's teachings as a source i'm saying that this teaching particularly as it relates to treating people the way you want to be treated is a good rule of thumb by which we can use And not allow, you know, technology and and AI to be used for nefarious purposes. What is that? What do I mean by nefarious purposes? Well, that can be to dominate people rather than live in community. It could be to defame people by questioning their character. If they've done nothing wrong, it can it can be putting out social media posts about people that are just not true I'm saying that when you treat people the way you want to be treated right you'll look out for the best your your best interest but also the best interest of those around you number two we must go from this poverty of spirit to a principle foundation rooting in human connectedness and dependence on God and a sense of a higher purpose in other words we're all in this together No man is an island to himself Everyone is a piece of the continent A part of the main Any man's death diminishes me Because I am involved I am involved in mankind So never sin to know for whom the bell tolls It tolls for thee When someone decides to end their lives It affects everybody who is in contact with them And those who are in subsequent contact With those who were in contact With the original subject Everything affects us equally everything affects us at some point or another why because we're all connected together that our morality keeps pace with our technological advances is that making sense to everybody out there that's what we're talking about right so so family listen to me man uh, Uh, If you're watching On Demand, thank you so much for watching. I want to make sure that you are tracking with me as we come to an end. I'm so grateful that you guys are listening today. So what did we talk about? Man, we talked about bridging the gap between technological advances and ethical Morality ethical principles We talked about the renewed ethics on morality And ethics in science right That's a big deal out there right now We talked about applied to contemporary Scientific and technological issues And initiatives that have integrated Ethics and science research that have happened In the past and it's happening Right now So what I'm saying to you in essence Everybody is that our Morality Must not lag behind Our scientific technology and our resources that's what i'm saying to you that our our morality must keep pace right that's what's important here on for you on a micro level it means build using these technologies to build community meet people that you don't know uh learn about uh people's culture that you may not be accustomed to the benefit of being in a community that is diverse is that you can reevaluate previous suppositions about things or presuppositions you have, and now you can re-engage and learn. Maybe you can't go to China, but you can Google, you can get on these platforms and learn about people, right? So, and I'm not I'm not suggesting to you, to the listener, to the watcher, viewer, what platform you use. That's up to you. I'm simply saying that. We should not still deal with be dealing with racism at this rate that we have dealt with back in the 60s, 50s and 40s, that we should be further along. And in many ways we are, but there are still ways we have to go structurally. You learn how to treat people the way you want to be treated. That's how we make the world a better place. And that's how we begin to. Keeping up pace with our technological advances. Man, there's so much more to say on this topic, but I've gone nine minutes past my time. I am ex I am happy that you're listening to this. If you have any questions for me, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and I will respond to that comment whenever I read it. And I will be sure to answer your questions. If you have any questions about what I talked about today, I would love to engage with you about it. Okay. Thank you guys for uh, listening. And, uh, Hey, we should have a new podcast uh, episode, uh, coming out on all your major podcast platforms this Tuesday. Okay. But until next week, y'all be good, be blessed. And I'll see you soon.